1395 Adelaide's 5AA, this is the First 11 Cricket Show. 90 minutes after 6, it's the First 11 Cricket Show. Sam Tugwell and Paul Bonds are here with you once again for your Saturday evening. Here till 7. And on the line with us, we have the SACA president, Andrew Sinclair. Bonds, we've just been discussing, and as we have been for the last two weeks, the merger situation between Southern Districts Cricket Clubs and the Adelaide District Cricket Club. Right now, it's poised at a very strange and uneasy level, I suppose. You feel like it's not quite going the direction that I think all the parties wished it would have to start with. So... We've decided to bring in Andrew Sinclair from the SACA to ask a few questions and hopefully answer some things that we need answering. Andrew, thanks for joining us on the show. Pleasure, Sam. Good evening. Now, what's the feedback been so far to you and the SACA for the last couple of weeks from the two clubs? Um, I guess because we're dealing mainly with those who are driving the merger, the feedback's been, been good. Um, if I... And I haven't heard from, clearly there must be members on each side, I'd expect, that they're not quite so sure that this is a great idea. Um, but we're hearing more from the people who are driving the merger, so a good good relationship. The time frame that was originally announced has just in, over the last few days has been extended and SACA has no problem. The two clubs, are they've got a lot of issues to try to work through and SACA's trying to, well, has offered financial assistance over a three-year period and that will... That will be the case if they can agree the merger. Um, but the immediacy around getting a special general meeting for the two clubs has been pushed back a few weeks, which has been at both their, the club's request and SAC has been is quite comfortable with that extension of a few weeks. So, Andrew, that, just for our listeners, that date was the 15th of February, so that's been pushed back towards the end of February? Uh, in February, I think it might be even early March. Okay. I haven't got the date in front of me. It was only a couple of days ago we said fine with that, no problem. Now, you said that uh, SACA will offer support. Can you, you let the listeners know what type of support? Is it just financial support or is, or is there more background support than that? Um, well, there's, there's a, one of the key things will be paying for a sort of employee to run the two merged clubs over the three-year period and, and encourage local participation from the respective regions. So SACA's said we'll pay for... Uh, a key manager of the clubs through that process. But there's also, uh, we're looking at how can we support the the redevelopment of the square at Vice Oval because uh, that has not been a great square of late. It's just too old. We've had Trent Kelly look at it. doesn't carry as well as they need to. So it just needs to be dug up and relayed. So we would assist if that uh, goes, if the merger goes ahead. Uh, marketing and branding and things, Along those lines, it's generally financial, but it's over a three-year period. Um, so that's that's the sort of thing we're looking at at the moment. The two clubs have approached us on the basis that they would find a new home, and we've said, "Well, you need to." The cost of that needs to be sought from elsewhere. Saka hasn't got the lump sum that was floating around in cricket circles perhaps a few years ago. That is not on offer, but it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. The mm. assistance. Uh, looking at the currently the situation that they're, they're they're situated with, there's the possibility that this will be moved away from the greater southern suburbs, mostly by Soval being a home for southern districts, uh, not just as a club but as a cricketing community, and this would then probably see the club movers 
uh, far to the city as possibly Darlington or even as far as Glendale for a period of time. Is there a priority in Sacker's um, mind at the moment on keeping the greater Southern cricket community involved at a grade level and being able to give them access to grade cricket? Sure. Um, our hope is if the way they've put the proposal over the interim period of several years, maybe several years, maybe shorter, I don't know, they share Glandor and Bias, but find a new home. If that new home were at the top of the Southern Expressway, I would hope that people can understand it's actually very accessible for the southern suburbs people. But we at SACA, we don't want to lose um, a southern region uh, profile, but hopefully if it's in the right location at the top of the freeway, and I want to say the top north end, it's pretty accessible for those who, if you want to play grade cricket and find your way to the state team, um, I would hope that you could say, well, that's not, not too awkward to access, that sort of thing. So it's a, it's a balance, but the way they've put, put it to us, that the two clubs have been contemplating a move to a region that's readily accessible for both clubs, which would be, let's say, at the top of the Northern Expressway, somewhere around there. Just after the two presidents of the clubs were on air last week, last Sunday, the main sticking point, Andrew, seems to be the new name of the club. Adelaide seemed re- reluctant to lose that Adelaide Cricket Club badge and the name. Do Saka have, if the merger is at the point where everything's done apart from the name, mm-hmm. does Saka have the power to say, this is what you'll be called? You'll be called the Adelaide Southern Cricket Club? No, we don't. They're two independent incorporated associations of SACA as a company. SACA has no power to tell the members of that club what you're going to name your cricket club. So mm. that's it comes down to the two clubs. So what happens if this doesn't go through? Does that concern you, I suppose, first question, as the SACA Corporation to hoping to get these clubs to merge? You're trying to facilitate as much as you can, but it, it may not come together. If it doesn't, what is next? Is there yeah. further conversations with those clubs to try again, or what's the process after that? And that's a good question because we've, we're looking at a whole bunch of things for the whole of the 13 clubs. We want to get, if we can get to 10, the Hussey Review said 8 to 10. Well, yeah. 10, 10 requires 6 clubs, 6 out of 13. A lot of them are potentially affected. So we're looking at how we can, do we have... Uh, sort of top division and the bottom division, but there are only 13 in the Premier competition, so it's not as if we can just go eight and five. Mm. Five doesn't really make that much sense. But we are looking at, well, is there an ability for us to either have separate divisions? Can we exclude a club from the A-grade competition? We're looking at our powers in that respect. Ultimately, uh, people should understand, any organisation has the ability to go to its members and say, say, if we haven't got a constitutional power that we think might be appropriate, let's go to our members and see if they would come to the party on that. And that would be a member vote, just like happened when the Oval was redeveloped. So that is that's ultimately the end game. And if we went down that path, I don't believe we would offer the financial incentives to the clubs to merge. We would likely say, all right, we're offering a financial incentive. If you guys get together, we're prepared to assist with that process. If it doesn't transpire, then the ultimate end game could well be we go to the members saying this is a new constitution, it will mm. give us the power to deliver a grade cricket competition of 10. Um, we would still have to go through a process with all 13 clubs of how they are demonstrating they are achieving what we would be looking for, men's and women's cricket. Uh, but ultimately that would then put it beyond control of the clubs if that happened. And that's We don't want to do that. We're working with them and 
to me, Adelaide and Southern have been very proactive in saying, okay, we probably ought to get on board. And the other frustration, the other dilemma is all the clubs talk about uh, there are probably too many in, grade, in, in the grade cricket system, but don't, don't pick on us. We understand that. But somewhere someone has to make a decision that says this, if this isn't delivering the, the standard of players that are first class ready, then we need to find a way of making that happen. So we're determined to make something happen, but we're working with clubs to see if they'll come on board with, a, with an offer of assistance. Their names are up to them. No, absolutely, and well spoken. It, it is tough at the moment. Do you think that this merger process between the two clubs has gone well so far? I think so. That, again, we're, I'm only dealing with um, the presidents of each club, and to me they're doing a terrific job. And They've all got their own dynamics within their clubs, and it's very difficult to bring a whole group of people on the common, uh, common sort of destination journey thing. So I think they're doing a great job, but I fully understand that the dilemma, and if I was sitting at one of those clubs, I'd say, what's in it for our club? Mm. And that's the the difference that we've, we at SACA are saying, well, actually, we're trying to do something for South Australian cricket. I can therefore understand any number of the 13 clubs saying, well, it's not, not in our interest. Possibly not. But we're also we're working very closely with the Adelaide Turf Cricket Association. One of the things I want to ensure is we don't lose people to cricket. We're trying to deliver a higher A grade. But those who are not going to play for the state still need to find a place. Uh, and so if it means a grade club has some turf cricket uh, clubs that are playing in the lower grades, fine. I want to keep it involved in your grade club as part of your membership. That's fine in a way of playing cricket. But the reality is not everyone's going to find their way into this Sheffield Shield team. We're trying to find make a way stronger. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, but- I think they're doing a really good job of, of addressing all the issues that are confronting them, but we have no power to say this must happen or your name will be whatever. We're talking with SACA President Andrew Sinclair. Andrew, without naming clubs, uh, are you aware of any other clubs having merger talks at the same time? Uh, could give a political answer, but broadly, yes, I'm aware of uh, some early stage discussions. So we've got a task force uh, of our three on the committee with uh, Sally Nears, James Orchard, Will Rayner, uh, assisting with Keith Bradshaw. So there have been some discussions, but Adelaide and Southern are, are certainly the most advanced. And going forward with that, obviously there's been merger attempts in the past. Um, they haven't gone quite as well as those would wish at the time. This one at the moment is looking a little wobbly. We've still got time to find it if it'll come through. If there just continues to be failure after failure in terms of attempts to merge, how much work and how much time would it take for SACA to change their constitution and how quickly do you think you'd act on that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um how quickly? Uh, I think we, my own view, and haven't had a, we haven't set a timeline at the board. We're hopeful that this first one might merge, might trigger yeah. uh, others. But we could move, I'd suggest, within 12 months of saying this has reached a point where it's not going to happen. So we would very quickly say, right, what's the constitution that we need? We get that drafted and say, um, Okay, we need that and we go to the members and that just, you need 21 days notice. So once you've worked out the wording of your new constitution and it would probably be only a very small portion of the existing constitution that needs to change because we recently redrafted the whole up and did an absolute cut and paste job of all the pre-existing 
Premier Cricket and impact on Premier Cricket provisions, they were not affected at all by the new constitution, whereas this time they would be the focus of attention. So there's no goals to have this all completed before next season? No, no. If if we saw some impetus from four or six clubs that we thought, well, we've got, let's say, two of them, Adelaide and Southern, got over the line and mm. there were other clubs talking about various scenarios, we'd probably say, well, let's see what comes of that, I'd suggest. But again, that would be a discussion we'd have around the board table and see what unfolds over the next Really, we'd like to see something at the end of this summer that said, right, this, the competition for next year is fewer than 13. Yeah. I guess if we, if we don't see at the end of this summer cricket season a likelihood that it's going to go to less than 13, then I'd, I'd suggest we'd be, we'd be probably moving in the off-season to mm-hmm. do something about that. Andrew, really appreciate your time coming on and being so honest and open with us. Let's hope for cricket in South Australia that we do get some clubs making some tough decisions and uh, we can reduce that number down to 10 before next season. It'll be great. Yeah, thank you, fellas. Fantastic. Second president there, Andrew Sinclair. Wonderful to have his time. And, and I think he spoke really well on behalf of the competition and what they're trying to achieve right now. We're going to take your calls in just a moment. We're going to go to a quick ad break. So if you're on the line, hang tight. We will get to you in just a moment. It, it's such a interestingly poised um, situation for both the clubs and the competition itself, isn't and, it? And the most interesting thing out of that conversation... Adelaide and Southerns aren't the only ones talking. That's right. Let's talk more about that on the other side of this break. 8223 0000. You can have your say. We'll be back on the first 11 Cricket Show. <laughs> 